welcome to episode 16 of the Cinefessions podcast. I am one of your three hosts. My name is Brandon Shawan. And tonight we have a drunken Chris Ranson. And we Woo! have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. This is only two margaritas, folks. Imagine if he had he had some more. I can't. That'd eat. be awesome. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, man. They were really strong for the record. They were really strong margaritas. <laughs> They should be for $10 a pop. Holy shit. Well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> At least you got your money's worth. That's right. Excellent. So, Chris, what'd you do this week? Um, well, I went to a sneak preview showing of No Escape, which I guess opens next Wednesday, which is weird because it's not a holiday weekend. So I don't know why it's open next Wednesday. Um, <laughs> which weird. was an interesting experience because it was really busy. We got there an hour before like showtime. And it was buck wild crazy. Like two different lines. Wow. Again, I'm like, are you serious? Like this movie Does doesn't. No escape? Good. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. But these two old ladies sat beside us and I'm thinking, oh the old ladies, what's the worst could that could happen? Yeah, they texted the entire movie. Whatever. <laughs> with with their brightness at full. Oh yeah. man. I'm like, seriously? Like Whatever. It's not like wow. it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, spoiler alert. I mean, it's an a adequate movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you read the review, but it's adequate and it should go live tomorrow. So by the time this gets posted, it should be up on the site. Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. That's all. Um, I finished Entwined on the PS4. It was a free. Ple- oh, Jesus Christ. PS Plus title this week or this month, and it was terrible. I hated it, and I rented Evolve, and I finished the quote-unquote single-player campaign, which took an hour, which is wow. embarrassing. But it's better than the nine hours it would take to download the twelve gigabytes of data to play online. So <laughs> I mean, I guess that was a win-win in my case. I mean, the game's interesting. I don't think $60 interesting. It was, I mean, it, it's basically, it's all online. And if you do the monster, you can, as you eat critters around before the team find you, you can evolve into title. Okay. But I found the ultimate evolve is like this weird, he, I'd categorize him as like an electronic ghost. He can digital teleport around. Like the little arena. He's just a pain in the ass to fight. I just don't think it'd be that much fun to play as him if yeah. you evolve. But I finished it. I won. Yay, humans Woo-hoo. won. Woo-hoo. I thought about playing as the monster, but I was like, I just don't care enough. Right. I mean, it was a free rental from Redbox mm-hmm. and it gave me 10 points. So, I mean, it just added to my get a free rental for a movie. So. How many points for a free rental? A hundred, but every rental's ten. Okay. And every week they send either a free game or a free movie rental. Mm-hmm. So I mean, ten weeks in, and you've had nothing but free stuff for ten weeks. So right. Eh, you know, I mean, they still have movies I want to see. Um, but I did binge watch something this weekend because yeah, I just finished nine days straight of work, which was hellish. Because <laughs> you know, waking up at three a.m. is brutal. 
and getting Dude, text messages from me from like seven o'clock to ten o'clock to eleven o'clock at night. I get weird messages, and I'm like, <laughs> "Dude, my phone's almost dead, and it's like six o'clock in the morning. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna turn off my phone." But um, I for- oh, so I watched, I saw um, Spooksville came on Netflix. Mm, I was like, mm-hmm. "Hell yeah, I loved reading that as a kid." You know, wait, did it come on Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Oh damn. Okay, I gotta so watch. It. The Hub had it, and then they canceled it after one season. And I seriously binged watched this over 24 hours. I watched all 22 episodes. Wow. And I tweeted, oh, hey, Spooksville's on Netflix. I'm watching it. And the writer for the show, and he also writes for, he wrote that new um, Scooby-Doo and Kiss movie that came out, which is really <laughs> just weird, but whatever. Yeah. But he also does, I guess, some of the DC cartoons that are on one of the okay. channels. And I'm really not up to it. But he tweeted me. And I'm like, hey, why did you change all this stuff from the books? That's so weird that you would change it. And then basically he was like, I'm going to be up front and our budget kind of sucked. <laughs> and we were planning to include her in the second season. And like at one point he's like, you need to stop binge watching. Watch too many episodes. <laughs> and I'm That's like, awesome. what do you mean? Oh. I've only sat here in front of the TV for nine hours. How can you say <laughs> this is too much? Um, the show's not great. It has flaws. I mean, it's a kid's show yeah. on the Hub Network. It gets better later on. Like, it's just weird. Like, there's this episode where the kid gets, like, tonsillitis mm-hmm. and his tonsils become possessed somehow. <laughs> once they're removed and they like attack him. Okay. And I won't spoil it, but it was very, it, it's one of the few episodes that aren't based on a book. Oh, and it okay. was very bizarre. I was like, I love this episode. It's just crazy. And there's this cool, like vampire episode and like, it, it goes through like the general outlines of any horror, you know, anthology kind of like series, but, Right. It ends in such a way that, like, I'm like, fuck, where's my season two? God damn it. Huh. So now I'm like, I want to, like, hit this guy up and be like, hey, can I just, like, do, like, an interview with you? And, you know, I won't have to sleep with you this time. Like, my last interview, which never got published. <laughs> hey. That's exactly <sighs> what I was thinking. I was thinking you should try to interview him. I was going to say that. Yeah. But, That'd you know, cool. this time I don't have to sleep with him. Yay! Me. Yeah, that's always a win. But, it, now, are these uh, these are Spooksville's based off of Christopher Pike books. Is that right? Correct. He okay. wrote a like series. It's very Goosebumps like, but yeah. Um, I don't remember how the books start, but the TV show starts with this kid moves to town with his dad. His mom died, vanished. You don't know. But he moves to this town, and like its nickname is Spooksville. It's very eerie Indiana. Eerie yeah. Indiana. I was just gonna say that. it sounds just like that. Mm-hmm. And it has like very many throwbacks to it. But basically, there's a witch, and in the books, she's an older woman. She lives in like this castle off the side, and then like piece together all these clues. And his best friend is Watch and Sally. And then in the second book, they meet Cindy, and her brother gets taken by like some ghost, and she ends up joining the team. Okay. Well, she shows up in the show, but she never joins the team. And it's very weird because I was like, how come Cindy doesn't join the team? That's just so weird that you would just exclude this character. But basically, in the show, they made the witch, you know, a teenage girl. She's mm-hmm. kind of a love interest for the main character. Mm-hmm. So she kind of becomes the Cindy 
and the witch at the same time. Oh, okay. So you see where it's going. Right. It's very once upon a time-ish with what it does. How many but episodes? It, 22. Okay. 22, 30 minutes? 22. Well, 22. 22 minutes. Okay. A lot of 22s there. <laughs> I know, I got drunk. Confused. There's just lots of 22s. <laughs> I should play the lottery. 22, just across the go. board. <laughs> All twos. Whatever, whatever that gets me. Um, but yes, yeah, so I did that. Um, Good. and I know you read Injustice volume, or season two, volume one. Yes, I think, I, I think, I think you read volume two as well. I sure did. But I read volume one. Good. God damn, is it good? I know. It really fucking is. That pa- you said you said you texted me a panel. Yes. And yeah, that one stood out to me when I was reading it too. It's it's just it's fucking well written work. Like it just hit the mark. Yep. Like if Scream could deliver like two <laughs> lines that were like exactly. as good as that, I'd be down for Scream. But yeah, this episode, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> But um, what else? Is, I finished a couple books because I laid around the beach this week. Okay. I finished Maphead. It's um, a book about maps and people who are in love with maps and the general mapping world. I didn't realize <laughs> it was such a big thing. It's a very nerdy book. It starts really rough. And then <laughs> it gets interesting with, you know, geocaching and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, it covers... A, it's written by um some guy who, like destroyed Jeopardy. Like, he was on Jeopardy, hmm. and, like, he... I don't remember his name. I don't remember the author of this book I just read. Because I've been reading it for, like, three months. Yeah. I was, like, finally, fuck it. I'm just gonna plow through it at the beach. But, um... I mean, it was okay. And then I finished finally, after, like, a month of reading it, the new Ernest Klein book. He wrote a Ready Player One, which just got a... Oh, yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg is directing the movie adaptation mm-hmm. of it. I think it comes out next December. Yeah. But this is his second novel. Has nothing to do with Ready Player One. It's called Armada. Terrible. Yeah. Well, we oh, really? Complete disappointment. It started off so strong. Basically, this kid, he plays a, this game called Armada. And he's in school, daydreaming, whatever he does. You know, it's his, he's in 12th grade. Going to graduate soon, and he s- looks out the window and sees one of the ships from the game floating out there. <laughs> and it turns out when he was like, you know, a year old or whatever, his dad died in some weird explosion at the, I don't know, the, I want to say toilet factory, but the sewage plant. Okay. <laughs> his dad died at a sewage plant incident, and he has all of his old stuff, and he kind of, his dad was like, oh, they're making these games. And, and it's cool because it breaks down like the history of video gaming and alien invasions, movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And makes like a conspiracy theory on how the government is trying to train like kids to be. It's very Ender's Game. It's basically Ender's Game, but for current day people with so many pop culture references that it just becomes a sort of like, it even references Ender's game in itself. Okay. But you're reading it and you're like, the dad's alive. Hmm. Y- you know it. Yeah. So at 50% on my Kindle, it's like, hey, your dad's alive and he's number one ranked in the video game. Hey, surprise. I'm like, saw that coming like, I don't know, 160 pages ago. (laughs) 
and it it never gets past being just something you've read before. And it just kind of just flopped there. Dead. Yeah. And I was, did you hmm? did you read Ready Player One? Yes, and it is fucking amazing. Oh, really? What's it about? It is about a kid who kind. It's Slumdog Millionaire meets video games. So basically. It's this very poor kid living like in a trailer park, and mm-hmm. this guy creates. We'll call it War, World of Warcraft. We'll okay. call it that. He creates that and dies, hmm. and he leaves a treasure hunt inside the game. And whoever solves this treasure hunt, these three quests, will get his empire, his fortune, his everything. Oh wow! Okay. It's so full of like '80s pop culture, like everything, all the the three quests all revolve around these people who don't know each other mm-hmm. figuring out what the clues mean. And okay. Like, and it's really cool. It's really fun. I mean, I really recommend ready player one and I can't wait for the movie. I think it's, it's just the perfect kind of movie. And I know Armada has been picked up. Oh, just, okay. Um, cause the end of the book, the, because I do read the acknowledgments. Yeah. He says, thank you, Paramount, for having belief in this project and picking up for a film. And I'm like, ugh. Oh, okay. Really? Because we've seen it. <laughs> we, we've seen all of this before. So who cares? Um, but otherwise, I'm sure I've watched some movies. Actually, I was watching, because um, you all were texting and tweeting me after work today. And yeah. I watched Monsters Dark continent oh okay and all i can tell you before i passed out was there was african african-american bush <laughs> titties and ass okay. that or i selected the wrong movie i don't know what i was watching <laughs> but i think it was monster dark continent oh. i think that's what i watched or started watching i'm interested to see that one because i really liked the first one I don't remember. There was some gangbanging thug. Yeah. And then there was like some weird orgy like scene and just badge and titties and ass. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I woke up and Jeff had turned TV off and oh. probably the rap music during the credits probably distracted him. <laughs> I mean, I could have watched some like asylum version of straight out of Compton. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I know, I know the movie funny. was kind of sitting between like Persona 3 Part 2 and, um, I don't remember the other movie. Yeah. Something that has nothing to do with any of it. And I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to watch this one. <laughs> and that just failed. But I'm excited for next week. Next week is my big week because Until Dawn finally comes out. Oh, fuck. And yes. I'm fucking like, I'm ready to just fucking just jerk off in front of the TV. I'm not even going to play it. I'm just going to sit there and be like, oh my god, the title screwed. It's fucking amazing. And just spray all over and be like, I beat it. Oh boy. Oh, the wrong thing. Um, Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. Oh, wow. I hate when that happened. Um, actually, I don't think that's happened. But um, no, I'm excited for that because Redbox is going to carry it. So Good. I'm going to rent it from there because it's like $3 a day and I figure mm-hmm. it's Seven hours, and I'm off Wednesday, so I work Tuesday. Done okay. by twelve thirty. I'll just like be like Redbox, hold it for me. Be like, hell yeah! <laughs> It'll be like hell yeah, and then beat it and 
three hours. I mean, that's pretty adequate. That's a good fuck, right? Like three hours. Yeah, that's game. what you normally do. Yeah, you know. Those damn blood pressure meds, they just fuck it all up and you last forever. And then they're like, it hurts. Can we stop? And you're like, no, I'm not done. Um, anyways, I'm so done now. I'm gonna sweater. <laughs> Holy fuck me in the ass. Alright, Ash. Wow, I I don't think I can follow that. I yeah, at all. Oh my god. Just wow. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, calls the devil? <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time swimming this week, actually. We got the pool all cleaned up and, and the filter working and everything, so we've been enjoying the pool. It's been hot. Good, so yeah. I haven't done a whole hell of a lot inside other than we play DDO when we come back in and goof <laughs> off, and that's about it. Right. I do have a question for you, Ash. I saw, because I stalk a little when I'm on Twitter. A little bit. I saw that you got redirected to a link on the site that you write for, besides Cinefessions. I heard game fan. So uh-huh. did you get a code for your Steam game or did you get Dragon Age? Uh I haven't bought either yet. I'm waiting until tomorrow. <sighs> Lame. <laughs> Are you getting like a review code for either or No, um I they posted the review code for it, but I don't feel that I can I'm not in the right mindset to review. Fuck that. RPG. Take it. Take it. <laughs> you want it, and you God. take it. That's what I no. do. I, I, I'll enjoy the hell out of it, but I there's no way I can turn it around in a week and have a review done. Sure you can. It. So I don't want to take it. Just, just, just drink it. some Red Bull, pop some Vicodin from your wife, be like, fuck yeah, party! <laughs> That's what I do. Not really. No. I, I, I'm probably going to buy Shadowrun. Um... And the the expansion for Dragon Age can wait until next month. That's only fifteen bucks, and I'm not. I you know I can only play one game at a time anyway. So yeah, I haven't played Dragon Age since like it came out. Like I was playing it. I'm still in like the first big map area, and the game glitched. I was like, well, I'm done for today, and I've never returned. (laughs) (laughs) Like I really like it, but. So much. I know that if I like start it up now, I'd be like a crack whore. I'll be like, I gotta play, and I have to like discover everything because that's how I was when it first came out. Because like this is so good. So little leery. I fell into the hype of that and bought it and played for maybe fifteen minutes and haven't touched it since. I don't know. Whatever, Mister Pretty Little Liars sucked. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I did this week. <laughs> I did a lot of things this week, but one of them was binge watch Pretty Little Liars. We watched seven episodes on Sunday, and then we finished up the final three episodes on Monday. And so now we are officially caught up. Woo! Yeah. I'm not going to give wait, you. Wait, does that mean we're going to do a podcast for season 6.5? Oh, man. Now there's an idea. Ash has December. a lot of viewing to do. <laughs> I'll just skip it. It's a whole new storyline. You can skip it. <laughs> But I, I don't want to talk too much about that just because I don't want to give any spoilers for those who haven't seen. I know one person who's been commenting and I want to say thank you for all the all the comments and thank you for listening is Brent. Um, we really appreciate all the comments. 
and he said that he hadn't watched it, but because we've been talking about it, he wants to watch it. So I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but I did find the finale a little ho hum. I guess I would say. I, I think I your expectations were high. They were much too high because I think you went in with one mindset, and I yeah. went in with another. Right. And my my mindset was, A is this person, but who is this person? Yeah. And you went in with, that's not who A is. It's going to be somebody else. Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, it, but, it's hard to talk about it without saying who A is. It is. We'll save and, that for and, a- and it's a shocker. I mean, you, uh, can, you can say you thought, oh, well, it's obviously such and such. Uh, but given the basis that A is blank, you, you can't come to that conclusion because... <laughs> It, uh, Maybe for yeah. A number two, because we know there's yeah. two, two people. There's I don't a know. A and pink coat. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about that on a Ten different years from now. time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when, but yeah, it would. It, it, I don't know. Just didn't do it for me. But like he said, like I had ridiculous expectations coming into it, and I guess like if it was, it, I don't know. It, it didn't. It couldn't possibly lived up to to the hype that I built for it. I guess so. It's not its fault. It was just, uh, I fell but into the pipe, so it's my fault. You have to admit, though, they with that final episode, they covered every base. They were like, this is what happened. This is how it happened. This is what we did from the start. This is how this person did it. This is how it all happened. They explain A's backstory, but they don't really explain like how everything goes down. That's what I expected more of like, here was the f- beginning of the series and here's how it all happened. All these deaths, all these kills throughout the series, all these moments. Well, what's weird is, because I read Entertainment Weekly because we get it for free. Yeah. Otherwise, I would not recommend this magazine. But mm-hmm. they interviewed the head writer for the show. And I don't know the person's name. and We already tossed the issue. Yeah. They went through and gave the chronological order of who died and who did the killing. And who hid the body, and who did this, and who did that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the real A only did like a fifth of it. Yeah. And I, I wish I had. It. I'm sure you could look it up online. Yeah. And find it. To. And I think it'll really, because the only mystery is who killed Mrs. Blank. Yeah. You know, for our one listener who hasn't watched it, but right. is interested in it. And they said, this is the only thing we haven't revealed. And I think it has something to do with what happens five years from now. Yeah, which I'm very interested to continue because I want to know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> I love that they changed everybody's hair. Yeah. To, like something weird. <laughs> and I'm like, this is too weird for me. <laughs> J- just say they're older because it was funny before they announced that it was going to be a five year jump. I was like, these girls are looking way too old. Oh, absolutely. To be graduating high school. I mean, we, it's been six years mm-hmm. of this show. Yeah. But, um, no. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought I it, know. It, it, it blew me away. I was like, fuck. That See, that's what, what I was thinking at that's all. That's what I was expecting was to be blown away. And I just wasn't. I was like, really? And Bridget wasn't either. She wasn't blown away either, which really surprised me. Because if any one of us would have been the easier one to, you know, blow away, quote unquote, it would have been Bridget. I know. I've heard about her skills at blowing. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh man! And never let her hear that because I'll never be invited <laughs> over again. Oh god. Um. So anyway, moving on from Pretty Little Liars, I also I read. Uh, I finished the Civil War. I only I only just, I decided only to read the seven issues for Civil War because having finished it, I just felt I didn't have the need to go back. I it it was good. The build up is much better than the finale because it kind of. You f- you build up for you know seven and then f- uh, like eleven or no yeah eleven uh, issues including the Road to Civil War and then you kind of get the finale in like the last I don't know f- six or seven pages like the last issue and it just uh, it felt like a lot of build up for <laughs> for a very simple finale but the whole idea was cool and I thought it was uh, pretty fun to read um, I. Continued reading more of uh, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X Men run. I'm about a little over halfway through the entire 24 issue run now, and it just continues to get better. That story just continues to get more and more interesting. Uh, like Chris said, I, I read both Injustice Year Two volumes, so Volume One and Volume Two, and it just it gets better and better every fucking issue. I just and don't know how it can get better. <laughs> I I know. But I thought that was season two. Like, how can this get better? And like, I don't like Green Lantern, right? But fuck, I know. <laughs> I'm like, this is so good. I can't stop reading this while I'm at the pool. Going in the pool, who cares? I'm going to read this book. Exactly. <laughs> like, it is. It is excellent. <laughs> Ass, you have to. You have to get on this series at some point. Which I was going to send it. Yeah, Injustice. I was going to send it, but I can't give it up now. I just. I need to own the whole series. Uh, I I've I, I played through the video game. Um, I well, think it's a prequel got... to the video game. Yeah, it's the first. Well, five yeah, years. but I mean, I, I know where it goes at this point. No, so. you don't. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, no, you, you don't. Seriously, don't give up don't. the. Spo- don't tell me what happens in the video games. I haven't. Uh, I haven't played through it yet. I have it, but I haven't played through it. And oh, you should play it. It's pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. I just hate fighting games. I don't even know why I bought the stupid ass thing. Oh, I got it for you as PlayStation Plus. Well, the, the story mode's not bad. They they intertwine the fighting stages with really good storylines. So yeah, throughout so that kind of alleviates it. And if you play on easy, it's cake to go ah, through. So there we go. That's what I need to play on. Um, I also read Night of the Living Night of the Living Deadpool, which was the Deadpool take on Night of the Living Dead. Um, it's it's really cool. It's like black and white except for Deadpool, who's in his red and black. Um, it's a pretty fun series, but they felt like they gloss over a lot of stuff. Like all of a sudden you're reading and, and it'll just be five years will pass, like one year will pass in a panel f- for five panels. And so it'll be five years later. And so these characters that you should be, de- that the writers should be developing, um, relationships with are, are just glossed over. And then something happens to them and it's like, oh, well, that kind of sucks, but I don't really know these people, so I don't really care. But Deadpool is just, he's, he's a funny, uh, comic book character to read and so that part's enjoyable i've read the betrayal of the planet of the apes which is the second to last planet of the Apes series that i need to read to like have completed all of the planet of the apes that i know of and uh betrayal takes place uh 20 years before the um arrival so 20 years before the first movie and so uh dr zaius is kind of he's like a, a young doctor at this point who's uh, just getting into the console and it's it's fascinating I, 
there is no better series to me than the Planet of the Apes series. And I want to know and read everything about that series because I absolutely love it. That universe is just absolutely fascinating to me. And uh, this is just another excellent graphic novel series in that universe. And so the next one is like a 12-issue series. This one was only a four-issue series. But there's one more coming up that I'm excited to read. Um, I, oh, and and I have officially met my goal. I read 102 issues in 24 days. My goal was 130 days, so I was very, very happy with myself. So I finally met one of my entertainment goals. So I fucking rock. Hell yeah. You know what's weird? Last night on Twitter, and I love Twitter because you can interact with people. Mm-hmm. And that'll just mean like, because I mean, most of my Twitter interaction is between you and Ash. Right. And Mark. Yeah. I just like flirting with him. <laughs> brings me joy. But last night I'm sitting in th- at the movie theater and we were there and, you know, an hour early. And I saw, um, Joe Lynch. He, he directed the recent movie Evelyn with okay. Osama Hayek. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, pretty yeah. good. I mean, I don't know if I'd recommend it, but it's worth checking out at least once. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted how the Martian trailer got him really excited and he wasn't he wasn't sure if he should read the book and i tweeted you know hey i hear the trailer pretty much ruins the entire book and i mean just watching the trailer you know it's revealing too much yeah i mean i don't know if you guys seen it so i don't want to ruin it for anyone no you told us not to so we haven't yeah but i have the book trailer but i want to read the book and i'm torn but him and i had like this weird Twitter discussion. I'm like, am I seriously talking with like some director about movies <laughs> and like, and it was just going on and he made the, like he did this like hashtag ignorance is bliss. And then like mm-hmm. a picture. I'm like, are you implying I'm stupid? Like I was totally out of it. Cause you know, I've been up <laughs> since 3am and it's now like 8pm. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. I just meant I, I want to see the movie knowing as, as little as possible. Right, and you don't need to read the book to tell me if it. Because I was all like, "I'll read the book," and let you know, because that's how I am. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think I will read the book anyways, because I own it. So why shouldn't I read it first? Because there you go, I own the book. So why should I decrease the value of reading it before seeing it? <laughs> but I have a few things I want to read first. But um, it was just weird because he was very animated and talking and he's like well maybe you should take a nap then (laughs) (laughs) i'm like oh my god no one else would say that people would just ignore it because um kevin van ord he used to write for games game not stop what's the other game what's the game website spot yes game spot the thing that's spelled exactly the same but not yeah (laughs) um he used to write for them but he doesn't anymore and he seems to only reply to negative comments. Oh, okay. So I could only get a response from him if I said something negative. Right. So it's just weird just talking with general quote-unquote famous people and having them reply because a few weeks ago, Mark, and I'm going to say your na- last name wrong, Mark, and I know you don't listen to this anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, NATO um, in Canada there, he... um Canadian one. Yes, the the Canadian mark. He uh, <laughs> met Jake the Snake. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't watch wrestling. 
mm-hmm. but as a kid, Jake the Snake was the man. Like he was my favorite wrestler as a kid, <laughs> and like I commented on a picture of him with Jake the Snake, and then Jake the Snake favorited it, and <laughs> I was fucking spazzing. I was like <laughs> losing my shit. I'm like this. This is like twenty some years later, and I'm like, oh my god, Jake the Snake just favorited my tweet. Oh my god! Like I was like a schoolgirl, just find out like the football player Jock just like asked her out to prom or something. Like I was losing it. Jeff was like, really? I'm like, oh my god, you don't understand. And then something else happened, like in the exact same time frame, and I was just, oh um, because I tweet about our podcast a lot yeah with mtv scream mm-hmm. and tweet about entertainment weekly because i feel oh yeah you know they, they mentioned the first episode and now basically scream the tv show is being snubbed for um stuff like project one runway and america's next top model yeah like they get mentions but scream tv show hasn't but they did do a thing about the music and they keyed it in, and they incorrectly identified Emma as Audrey, and it was just a clusterfuck, but it was some issue that um Andy Cohen had edited. Okay. And he replied with, I didn't edit that part, honey. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god, Andy <laughs> Cohen just created me! Like, I was just losing it. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is, but he tweeted me, and he has a check mark. Right. My new hero. Amen. So that's my month. I'll end up. Good. I'm. I'm glad we got to be a part of that. Before we move on, let me just say I also watched the first four episodes of Daredevil on Netflix, and that is it's About fucking time. I know it is fucking excellent. I like, said that like when it first came out. What's wrong with you? You know, it, but you were right because it's wonderful, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping if uh, I'll be watching that as in in the coming days here. But it, it's it's so damn good. The acting's fan fucking tastic. The script, I love. I love his best friend, Folly or Foggy, Foggy, Foggy. He is so fucking funny, and I love that actor too. Like I've loved him for many years. I can't, I don't remember his name, but but he's awesome. And so I'm glad to see him in such a, a prominent role in this show. Uh, but it's it's definitely fantastic. I'm excited to continue on. So, yeah, that was that. So, without further ado, now that we've been recording for forty over forty minutes, let's get to the reason we are all here, and that is to talk about. Episode eight of the Scream TV series entitled Ghosts. So this one, this one's directed by Rod- Rodman Flender. Anybody know who that is? Nope. The director of Leprechaun Two and Idle Hands. Oh, I love Idle Hands. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Too bad they apparently suck because this episode was very poorly filmed. But okay, we'll go on. I actually like the episode though. Well, I don't know about. Actually, I liked a lot of different things about the episode, but we'll get there. <laughs> so, the very first thing I noticed about this episode, right off the bat, unlike last week's episode, which had an awesomely edited previously on segment with the music, the way it was put together was really was really well done. 
this one was was absolute horseshit. Like oh. the editing was fucking terrible on the previously on segment. It's like they took the most random lines, they cut them halfway through the line and inserted it into the previous line because it, it fit into whatever they were trying to do with the previous on segment. And so it didn't start off good for me. Oh, okay. I, I missed the previously on intro. Yeah. All right. So what do we got here? Blood. Lots, Lots of, blood. of it. Yeah. On Emma, who is mm-hmm. pretty much catatonic. Right. Throughout like Which the is weird episode. because... Like, I'm sorry, my boyfriend has just been butchered in front of me because I'm a dumb whore who stepped on a tripwire. And he's sprayed his blood all over my face. I'm not going to scream. I'm just going to be silent. And be like, hey, mom, I'm just going to keep walking. (laughs) It's just weird. The whole thing was shock. (sighs) And then we get to the police. And the weird thing is they never treat her like a suspect. At all. Yeah. And it's just kind of weird because you were the only other person there. Right. I think they figured out what happened, though, considering everything else that's been going on. That's my thought, too. Then why the fuck is there still school going on? <laughs> I got the impression that she didn't go back to school for days, maybe even a week. But they yeah. need to say the shit because, like, how long was Jake out? Because Jake's weird coma or whatever he was in, felt like it was the next day. <laughs> it it like, did feel like it was the next day, but I don't think it was meant to be. <laughs> it's like, well, honey, he's dead. He's dead. Let's forget about him and move on. And are like, okay. So, yeah, we have we have Maggie in that voiceover. That's, that's, she's filling out the coroner's report, I would assume. And I so absolutely then- love that, though, by the way. The, the coroner's report was great. It was pretty cool, yeah. But I think the the best part of that, the whole opening sequence was the pullback shot yes. through Will's fucking head. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I have to say that's the best thing about the whole episode is the Will, Will's presence. I, I would agree. Goriness. Yeah. Although the lighting is really terrible throughout the whole episode. <laughs> It was, and that after last week's episode where I commented multiple times about how awesome I thought they handled the lighting, it's just the the complete opposite with this episode. It's frustrating. Right, especially with, I mean, it's later on, but in the school and Will shows up mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like, I can't see anything. Why is everything dark? Why mm-hmm. is, um, I was more frustrated than what's going on, and I don't know, that kills it for me. Right. And fucking MTV's Twitter. God damn it, stop tweeting thing. Yeah, that's why I don't follow them. I'll, I'll tweet at them, but I won't follow them. because I'm addicted to it. It's like my punishment. Like, I watched the episode, <laughs> I'm like, what did MTV Twitter spoil this week? <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, For the record, Mr. Branson hopped on this week. And was oh, like, really? Yes. He took over the MTV Scream Twitter. Okay. And pretty much said, mm, next week is my favorite scene. It's because he's fucking in it. I don't think so. I, I'm. No, I mean he's mayor, in the episode a lot. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the end. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I think we need to have our big, you know, who is the killer? Like this should be our final thing because I think we're gonna find out one of them next week. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. We should find out what? one of the killers next week. You just want to do that because you already know who the killers are. I don't know, but I have a very <laughs> well. 
I have like eight scenarios in my head. Okay. But knowing the writers are going to go with like the lame one, mm-hmm. not the cool Emma gets killed plot in my head. Yeah, that's not going to happen. She's I'm too smart. I mean, you know, I know Kevin Williamson is gay and I'm not going to play the gay card, but I would totally write this episode like he would and he would kill Emma off because, I mean, she's a whore. And it goes Kevin against... Williamson? Why would he kill Emma off? He didn't kill uh, Sydney off in any of the four films that he wrote. Yeah, but Sydney wasn't really a whore. Like she dated Billy. Well, Emma's not really a whore either. She had sex with one. She had sex Two. with Will, and then she had sex with uh, Kieran one time without dating him. Without <laughs> dating him, that doesn't make sure a whore though. <laughs> Kinda. Uh. In in the in the essence of horror film, she's a whore. <laughs> She's a loose girl. For all we know, Brooke is a virgin. For all we know. <laughs> no, she's not. She wouldn't be with Mr. Branson if she was a virgin. We don't know if they've done anything. She just really wanted that D this week. Yeah, she did. Mr. Branson, I need that D, dude. <laughs> I'm like, really? Uh, oh, poor Brooke. It must be amazing to want it that bad. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh. Uh, the next scene is in the hospital. And you're talking about when Jake wakes up. Another, another moment where they have to edit awkwardly in order to. Yes. Oh my God. Act. Yeah. When, when Brooke whispers into his ear that that Will is dead, and he's like, "What?" And then like awkward editing around <laughs> thing. Let's look at Noah, <laughs> and then we'll go to a different scene. The, yeah, the sad acting was terrible. I did love Noah. Noah had some great lines. Yeah, he did. I've never seen him with the mouth shut before. Yeah. Good one in the, the, are you trying to give me the coma finger? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like they don't know what they're doing with Noah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this whole season, like, what are we doing with this guy who's our obvious red herring? Or is he? We don't know. So we're just going to make it as awkward as we can every scene we put him in. I got to disagree. I think he's the one character that they know what they're doing with because he's always been this, this, um, what's his name? Uh, Randy. Randy equivalent. And he's been that from the first episode. But that's what they're trying to make him. And I feel like that's what they've, they've succeeded in the fact that he's, uh, he's the one knowledgeable about all these serial killers and about, about, uh, you know, uh, the path that things could take. Yeah, but uh, to go with my theory, though, but he's just, I don't know, it's very weird. It's not, at this point, I don't know if the Scream writers know who the killer is. If they're just going to, like, pull a name from a hat and be like, oh, this is our pick. Like, <laughs> I don't know how they came, because they just have, have all these weird red herrings and and, like, they're doing some, oh God, I can't believe I'm going to use this word, smart editing with the trailers because the trailers had the three, the final three episode trailer had shown him confessing to Will. And it oh. turns out it was about painting in his truck. And it's like, who oh, cares? Jake. Okay. People are dead. Or, sorry, Jake. Sorry, jock number one or jock number two. They're so hard to distinguish. One's yeah. alive, one's dead. Mm-hmm. My bad. But anyways, with him confessing to Jake yeah. about it. And I'm like, who cares? Like, I don't care. No one cared. <laughs> no, I I mean, I just thought, I feel like Noah just thinks it was kind of a, a 
opportune moment for him to, to say it. That's all. I don't know. Would you say it? If you had done it, would you have said it then? Well, the guy's knocked out. Why not? He's in a coma. <laughs> what he else happens you... to wake right up? <laughs> as well, soon as it's said. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The writing is just so shoddy that it's hard to tell what's what. And I don't think yeah. that's fair to the viewer. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And but... I think dra- dragging out 10 episodes instead of like a 90 minute movie or two hour movie. Right. Forget who the killer is. There's too much space mm-hmm. to try to piece it together, and they can't fill that space without making it too obvious. Right. But then their awesome Twitter campaign is just <laughs> destroying it. Right. Because I, I think know. you were saying they don't know who the killer is, but I feel like almost anybody could be the killer, and they could make it make sense. Like they could make it work. It doesn't mean it's going to be good or it's going to be fulfilling for the viewer, but they could make it work. With what they've set up. I guess. But is that fair, though? Well, I know. I'm not saying it's fair I mean, like, or it's right. When, it's... when you watch Pretty Little Liars, did you at least think, well, it makes sense. It's kind of like a even trade. Like, at oh, least yeah. it makes sense. Who the reveal of A was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's <laughs> it's too much so. Yeah. I mean, if it, was, if it turned out to be like one of the four main characters, you would have been <laughs> like, I don't believe that shit at all. I, but I still would have been more in shock. And then maybe after the fact, I wouldn't have believed it. But at the time, it would have knocked my socks off, if you right. will. But, but then you know it would be just one of the other 18 lies the show has told you over the 18. six seasons. There's like 18 However, every episode. <laughs> that's true. Every episode changes. But <laughs> but that's the fun of it. Like You don't know what's real and what's fake. And with Scream, mm-hmm. it's very... We're going to spill everything and tell you everything up front. Right. And it's going to be one of these people. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, we'll go on okay. wherever we are. Where are yeah. we in this episode? So, um, <laughs> the, next in- <laughs> the next important moment is in HUD's office and Piper comes in and she gives him the footage of the mayor, whose name is Quentin Maddox. <laughs> Who'd have fucking guessed that? Of the mayor dragging a body out of his car and she basically tells him everything she knows and so um now now hud knows about that and then we we get back to emma and she's just like what what, she's awkward and and bitchy there's something i wrote down here this is halloween 2 by rod zombie (laughs) this is is essentially it right here i mean kind of yeah i mean it makes sense and i like it i mean i legitimately like it i think it's not handled well Mm-hmm. But I like that Emma's losing her shit. Yeah. I wrote, does every teenager who has something traumatic happen to them turn into a raging asshole that is a chore to be around? Because in Pretty Little Liars and Scream, they sure do. That well, one, of the things, well, one of the things I actually kind of like about this one, uh, what's going on with Emma is very Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's I wrote that down later on, especially in the hallway with uh, when it gets dark and then Will yes. shows up. Well, they have little, yeah, they have, yeah, they they have little moments, uh, sorry, they have little moments, like, all the way through the episode, um, like, uh, the fight she gets in with her mom, um, there was a, there, it was very, it was just, like, Nancy confronting her mom in the first movie, and there's, like, a couple other moments like that throughout, Hmm. I think, I think that's more, I mean, she's suffering from insomnia, and I, I, I get really bitchy when I'm, (laughs) <laughs> sleep deprived i can only imagine if you hadn't slept for like 
three or four days. Right. But yeah, that's a good point. I, I guess I didn't I didn't put the sleep deprived part in there, but that makes sense, and and it fits in with that theme of Nightmare on Elm Street. So good catch there. Um, oh, one sh- one shot I really love. They do the jaw shot, the push pull when um, uh, Emma is walking and she sees Will's locker for the first time, and they do the push pull shot with the camera, which is really cool. Which is from Jaws, if, uh, the scene where the what's his name, the life, the the main character in Jaws. I haven't seen the Jaws. I can't think of his goddamn name. But um, the main character Rush in Jaws, character. yeah, um, Rob character sure. sees Jaws for the like, and all the people are in the in the water, and he sees Jaws, and it has that push pull. It's an awesome shot. It's fucking brilliant. And they use that here. And it's a really good moment because it you know, conveys quite a lot to the audience in a very simple motion. So I thought that was really well done. Did you, did you notice that they uh, tied in uh, a Fantastic Four ad by having Noah wear a Mr. Fantastic? Yeah, I did. I did. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> You could only see like the top of his shirt. You saw the four, and then you saw like his face or the guy's head. Um, uh, and so he was, but he was wearing it like under his button up or whatever. Yeah, his flannel. They tried to make it less obvious, but it's like that's a Mr. Fantastic T-shirt. Yep. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, the movie flopped. Let's edit it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they would have filmed this like weeks ago, so they, yeah. they were, I'm guessing they were probably planning it to, to release the same week of right. the film or so. But um, and so then we go back to Mr. B's class, and Noah and Audrey are talking about how Mr. B's a suspect. I mean, that's pretty much what they're doing the entire episode. That's what their entire arc is: is trying to pin this on Mr. Branson. And his, um, like, all of his lessons are very inappropriate for the things that are going on in this oh, yeah. town. Yeah, very <laughs> And, and I'm like, like really, dude. like, you wouldn't change it? Like, you just mm-hmm. would be like, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about Scarlet Letter after, you know, Emma's virgin tape just leaked. Maybe right. we shouldn't. Just change it a little. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, let's roll with it. <laughs> let's let it go. And it's like, no teacher would do that. Right. I do love that it, it sets up Noah. Uh, Noah, sorry, that character is just smart as shit. I loved his response when he calls him out, Ransom calls him out for talking in class, and Noah's just like, well, look, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to talk to Crucible? Let's go. But you never know who's worship, who the guy next door is worshiping the devil, like Richard Ramirez. I love that. Yeah. Um. What's... Of importance next, we have... Oh, oh, oh um, Brooke at the police station. The the, the one thing I, I have to mention, um, before they bring her dad in, um, the only thing she's worried about, they just handed over evidence of her father moving a freaking body, and the only thing Brooke is worried about is her dad hating her. Uh, <laughs> like, really? Okay. Yeah. And, she, that, and then just... ten minutes from now, she's like, Oh my god, what about my mom? yeah they're just kind of all over the place with her and that yeah i agree that's because she's the final girl god damn it oh god you're high you're drunk go home don't believe me but she's the final girl no she's the only virgin in the village god damn it (laughs) (laughs) cyber sex doesn't count i won't believe that for a second I mean, it kind of it kind of would work because you never actually see there, you know, doing anything and they never said that she'd has. But I just don't see that being the case. So, yeah, the next major moment is when they bring her dad in. 
Yeah, and um, uh, you know, Hod was trying to get Brooke to talk to her dad because she or uh, Quentin says that he'll tell the cops what was in wh- whose body it was once he talks to Brooke. And so Brooke's like, I'm not talking to him until I, you know, speak to my mom. And so we find out that her mother is in fact alive. She's in, she was in rehab, like the mayor said. So that's that story the biggest was biggest shock this whole season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the story. And so then he tells her the story of whose body it was. And her mom is a drug addict. And so she got back on the drugs and he came home and found this guy passed out from a drug overdose dead in his guest room. With no form of identification. And so he freaked out and wrapped the body in a rug to, and took it away. What a fucking stupid thing that is. I, that was so fucking... I was stupid. I don't know. It's just it, dumb. It, if he's telling the truth. I think I missed that entire point. I must have been like, and I've checked out for the episode. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a little later in the episode that, that he actually talks to Brooke. But I, yeah. think, the, I think the thing that, that bothered me about this whole thing is Hudge is giving in and letting the mayor talk to her. What cop in their right mind is going to let him talk Fine. to his daughter about <laughs> anything uh, when he's got the suspect there without anybody there to witness yeah. the conversation. I'm, I'm and sorry, Ash. Have you been watching this show? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and I'm going to call them on their bullshit every freaking time. because that's just, Do you remember no. Riley being killed on top of the police station? Yeah, <laughs> I know. But come on. I, you think he'd be smarter about this at this point. Yeah. No, they're all, did you not see the preview for next week? <laughs> <laughs> I did, in fact, yes. But Jesus, I can't wait I, I till know. like he dies at this point. <laughs> I I did Unless like um, I did like uh, Brooks' actress um, when she was talking with her mom on the phone was actually convincingly crying. Yeah, in I that agree. Scene. So I'm wondering if it's all of her interactions with Jake when she's supposed to emote <laughs> with Jake that is killing it. <laughs> I think Jake is like the worst actor I've seen in anything in like forever. I don't know his name. I don't, don't want to know his name. I know. I don't know any of these characters' names. No, I but, don't know his real name. I, like, that's what I, I meant. Any of the actors' yeah. names. Yeah. He just needs to go away. Like, <laughs> I hope he dies. Yeah. I hope he's not a killer because I don't think he can act his way out of the wet paper bag <laughs> during a thunderstorm. Like, I, I just don't think he can. He's terrible. I've said it since what episode two? Yeah, with that awful farm scene where it's like the farm scene wasn't that the bad. The money is mine. It's like stop. <laughs> where did you learn to act? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, <sighs> the next big reveal is we find out that uh, Maggie's ex-husband was on an oil rig and then he took a vacation three weeks ago, which is right when the heart showed up on. Maggie's doorstep, and so there's another red herring. I don't know how many fucking red herrings they can have in one show, but there's another one. Ten million. Ten million. Yeah, that's the count right now. I'm gonna say Piper is my, like, ultimate suspect, but I think we're all being faked out. I think she's the she's the baby, but I don't think she's the killer. See, what what throws me is we only had we only talked to the about this show with you with us three, and so we don't know what like the rest of the world is thinking. The rest of the world might not have Piper as a suspect at all. You know what I mean? I don't have any idea because nobody talks about the fucking show on, on Twitter. So I don't know what the general consensus is for who the killer is in the show. You know, Xander's no watching it. We should pull Xander in for an episode and be like, yeah, Xander, I don't know if he's what caught do up you yet, think? But we should, absolutely. I think he's caught up for this week. Okay, I haven't heard him say anything about it, so I wasn't sure. But yeah, we, we should have him in for, at least for the finale or something. 
I do listen to this Cemetery Gates podcast. I've listened to a few episodes. Yeah, I enjoy that. So it's very well done. That one's fun, and uh, the Screamcast is pretty fun. I don't oh know yeah, if I'd enjoy that, but I love Screamcast. Hey, I do. Mm-hmm. Plus, he gives me all those like recipes. I'm like, bitch, what is that food you're eating? Give me that recipe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jeff doesn't eat half of that, so that's a no. Right. And you're talking, of course, of Scott DeRegger from the Screamcast. Mm-hmm. So everybody else knows. And his wife is banging hot. Yeah. Gonna throw that out there. Oh. Talks about how hot she is. Mm-hmm. He does. But she is. I'd tap it, you know, if she wasn't married and I like the V. Right. Neither of those scenarios are taking place right now, so we're both good. <laughs> oh. I just, so, so much happens in this episode that's just of so little consequence. I just feel like we can skip most of it. Um, at one point, Emmer, uh, Piper's recording a podcast in a coffee house. Who the fuck? Maybe she was just like recording a test run or something. But who the fuck records a podcast in a, in a loud coffee house like that? I would. But, I would totally do it. She doesn't have <laughs> Wi-Fi. Maybe her hotel. Could be. fuck nowhere has no ho- no Wi-Fi. That <laughs> could be. So she has to go. Or she might the... just be making notes. That's what I. Yeah, it was probably just making notes. But still, it was just like really. Um. So then we find out that HUD has tracked Kevin, who is the ex-husband and, Ma- and we believe is um, Emma's father, in Springfield, which apparently is somewhere close to where they are. Um, and then Emma has another vision, another delusion of Will at the coffee house. And he tries handing her like a, a heart locket. chain. Oh, is that what it was? A locket? Yeah. Okay. He was giving her the key to his heart. Oh. <laughs> But I don't I don't know the exact point of that, but I'm sure something will pop up with it later. I don't think so. I think there is, there's wrong with the heart thing. Right. I, I and, you know, I was texting you and I was private messaging or I was direct messaging Ash. Mm-hmm. And it dawned on me and I feel fucking retarded for not picking up on this like last week. But we officially have killed off the significant other of the three main characters. Right. And that's weird. And I think that's a clue that we've just kind of like, we've been stupid to. Well, but I don't think, like, because Ash and I were like privately cheating and talking on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, you bastards. I know. <laughs> uh, the only answer would be Maggie as a killer. And we're like, that doesn't really make sense. That's exactly what I said. Like, it I, it just doesn't, I don't know what the, if it's a clue, I, I, don't, I, I don't think it is. I think it's just the way they wrote it, but I don't know what it would tell us. But why are they the only ones who have died of all the main cast? Because they're shitty at killing people off? I don't know. It's just weird. Like, I think it's a clue. And I think we're all, like, because, you know, I'll admit it. I go to the IMDb message boards and read what people are saying about the show. I don't. And I pick it apart. And I go, you're retarded because you're just saying, like, <laughs> you're just pulling strings and then just throwing it in the air. And, like, do you guys agree with any of these strings floating in the air? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's not picking something. That's just throwing everybody out as a suspect and going, what do you guys think which one of these it is? Yeah. That's not, like, you know, figuring it out. And, like, some of the, like, wild guesses are hysterical. <laughs> They're like, I think it's Kiernan because... He has a mustache, so he must be 21. <laughs> uh, I'm like, really? Oh, man. Yeah, that's not. But I, I think it's something. 
I think we're missing something. And, you know, we picked up on, or I, I at least picked up on the uh, ultrasound. Yeah, you did. I wrote that down. That was an excellent pickup and way back when. I think we're missing something. I think we all missed something earlier on as to why. And I'm, I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with the, so it's Audrey and Noah and they're forcing Emma into their little clique. I just, serial killing. This is just so, like, just ridiculous to me. And if, if it turned out that was the answer, what would your reaction be? I feel like that's fucking stupid. That motherfucker was right. (laughs) I feel like that's fucking stupid. (laughs) But would you buy it? Too. Would you buy it at all? Would I buy it? Yes. No, I. I <laughs> and what if I Emma rejects them? No, I, no, I, no, I wouldn't buy it. And here's why: because the only way it would work, and this is what I said when you first brought this up, the only way it would work is if Audrey and Noah are breaking the fourth wall and purposely fucking with the audience because they're having conversations as if they're not the killers, even when they're in private, when they would have no reason to have conversations like that. Right, and I think, I mean, this is Scream. This is Scream TV series on MTV. I know. Yeah. And I think breaking the fourth wall. I mean, um, that House of Cards does it. It breaks the fourth <laughs> yeah, wall. But, but, House of Cards <laughs> is not quite the Scream TV series. <laughs> yeah, I'm going there, goddamn it. Sorry. We're equal ground. Oh, man. I Kevin Spacey, he's at least a douchebag. I know that much. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, but I mean, I could see them doing that. Like, h- how do you make? Because as Noah put it, like, you can't make a slasher movie into a TV series. I think that was like episode one. Yeah, it was. So what would be the perfect way to do it than to just completely shatter the fourth wall and make fun of your own audience for not picking up on the fact that they're they're planning and dissecting everything they're doing right in front of you and you're so fucking stupid and you're not picking up on it because <laughs> that knife in the air duct what the fuck was that how did she see the knife how did <laughs> yeah. she see there's something up there like that was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen in a horror film i don't know i mean it would it, it would be impressive it would be unique i i would i'd be pissed just because you were right but i would get over that <laughs> I don't know. I just like I don't think it has the the balls to do that. Cuz I know if I was watching it and I wasn't di- cuz the only reason I'm dissecting it as much as I am, yeah, is because of this podcast. Right, right. I'd be watching and be like, oh, "This show's so stupid." Mm-hmm. Like who cares who the killer is? <laughs> they can't act. And by this point I'd be like, "Well, I'm invested enough." Kind of like Pretty Little Liars cuz Pretty Little Liars had a few rough spots. Yeah, it did. But you're invested, and you you kind of like the characters, even though they're total lying cunts. I love the characters. They're gorgeous. Emily? Oh, my God. She's probably the, the most attractive <sighs> character on television ever. Well, she's thank God exactly. they don't go with her book plot line, because, you know, <laughs> she's a lesbian on the show. Oh, yeah. And she is in the books. And so she randomly one summer gets pregnant and has to go and deliver her baby and give it up for adoption over the summer secretly. God. I'm like, what the fuck were you smoking, Sarah Shepard? What the <laughs> fuck? How do you make the lesbian be the one that got knocked? Right. 
Wow. Like, that makes no sense. All right, well, let's let's pop- wait, wait, wait. Hang on, I, I have to bring up something. Yeah. Um, in the morgue, in the morgue scene, the the sheriff uh, awkwardly apologizes to uh, Emma's mom. Yeah. Uh, for for implying that her father is behind all this. Mm-hmm. And then proceeds to give more evidence that it's <laughs> that that's behind all of it. I'm just like, wow. I, I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I was watching it, I was like, wow. How douchebaggy can you be? I'm sorry I implied that it was him. Oh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That's exactly what I would do, though. I'm that asshole who would be like, I'm sorry, but... I'm also right. <laughs> yeah, but there's a time in a, you know, there's situations you do that. That's not one of them. <laughs> uh, so, I don't remember, like, the layout, but have we reached the point where Emma meets her father? Yes, right now. That's next, yes. So, yes. do you guys think this actually happened? No, it do doesn't. Do oh, wait, wait, wait. It's all in her head. Before we, before we talk about the hospital sequence, I have to mention one thing about this sequence. At the beginning of it, they mention that they're going to monitor all night, and yet not one <laughs> fucking nurse, not one, checks on her the entire time she's there and not sleeping. Yeah. Not one. No one. No, no. She's hooked to a monitor. It's all good. It's oh, but they said they were going to come in and check on her and everything else. And the hospitals do send people in to check on you every hour. Right. Not one checkup the entire freaking time of, like, Okay. Anyway, are you expecting anything from this town? I mean, it's, the, it's like the most retarded town in America. The like, cops don't even stay in their fucking sheriff's office <laughs> while people are dying on their roof. Exactly. God damn it, Riley. <laughs> um, but no, it's made. I thought it was made. Cl- I thought it was uh, made fact that it wasn't actually her father because she says later on in the second hallucination, she goes. You were never really here. This isn't real or something along those lines. But then it just jumps back to her being in the hospital again. And I'm like, I am so fucking confused. She never left the hospital. Yeah. It's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's hard to just like, I think this should have happened. I think this whole scenario with Will should have happened in episode four. Like they should have skipped Riley's death, had a no, no death thing there. And Mm -hmm. had that happen later on. Because the whole Emma losing her shit works better. Because it makes me question everything that's going on, if it's real or not. Yeah. And I think that would have made the whole series more entertaining. I don't, I don't know. I guess I didn't really question if it was real. Because even after they're having the con- – like, he appears quickly out of nowhere. And then after they have the conversation, she's like, I, want, I don't want you here. You leave. She turns around for like two seconds and turns back and no doors closed, nothing. All you see is the wind blowing through the, through the window. Like, to me, it was clear that he had disappeared and he wasn't real. And so I didn't really question that. I don't know if that's what we're talking about exactly, but oh, – but, but he there's... explains so much, though. Like, that's the weird thing. <laughs> like, he's talking and he's vaguely thinking at things. Well, it's also her paranoia, and I think her like her her broken brain trying to piece it all together, mm-hmm. and that's the only way she can really think to do it, uh, because she jumps back to that memory, right? Uh, that, that whole sequence later. Um, but yeah, it uh, like the the second time I realized her dad wasn't there because of the way they edited it together. There's no way she came out of her room 
after like an hour or so had passed, and her dad just happens to be just there, just as he's leaving. Still, I'm like, no, he'd have left already. He'd have been gone. Yeah, and so basically, what we find, and if, if we would have found, so what we find out with this, the whole fucking point of the dad being there, is that we find out that Maggie had another child, and so if we had found out that Maggie had another child back in episode four. I feel like this series would dragged would have dragged even more than it did because it's obvious that that person's going to have something to do with it. But it's a matter knew. of who is that character. But we all knew, though. Well, we pieced it together because we've been dissecting all the episodes. Right. But I only watched them once, and I was like, "That's an ultrasound." <laughs> but well, yeah, I, you're also you're also a pretty special guy, though. I know, I pick up on the weird shit. Exactly. Like, you could put, like, a math puzzle of, like, 1 plus 1, I'd be like, 18! <laughs> and that's wrong, but you put, like, some weird, like, I don't know, some complicated thing, and I'd be like, it's yeah. this! And you'd be like, oh my god, that's amazing! And I'd be right. like, I don't know. And, and, and to be fair, I, I, I picked, I put together that, well, not me alone, obviously, but we put together that, from what I recall, Brandon James had a child earlier on in the series. And then last episode, we put together that, oh, Maggie, or what do we, yeah, Maggie, Maggie had sex with mom. Brandon James. Yeah, so yeah. Maggie must have been the mom. And yeah. so, must have been the mom. so I didn't really put that together until last episode. And this, it was just confirmed in this episode. But the thing is, like, there's only one character that it could be. That who could, what? That, oh, That could be the kid. No, there's two. Who's the second? There's two. It could be it could uh, just by ages. It could be Branson, and it could be Piper. See, I think Branson's uh, too old because he would have to oh. be like. Okay, so he took a year off between his schooling, so he'd have to be like 24, having finished school and all that. But, he'd be like but 24. She, she had the kitten when she was 16, and how old is she now? And how how wait how long ago did that did the killing Brandon James killing happen? See, I think the kid has to be 21, has to be like around 21 for it to all add up. I don't know. I have, I have no fucking idea about how old he has to be. Well, it could be Kieran, but that doesn't make sense because Kieran, we... Well, would we're, grow a better mustache if he was 21, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Not, not just that, but I think um, we would have. they would have mentioned that he was maybe not his original kid or something like that or but Noah's the... adopted right <laughs> yeah oh that's the other thing is uh is Kieran's also the same age as Emma so that leaves Kieran out to be the kid really unless he's lying about his age yeah he's he's from out of town yeah and he only had his, but his dad doesn't know how old he is though <laughs> still in high school like go on yeah well I mean this is the scream writing team that we're talking about <laughs> so I mean <laughs> With I can't the... tell what week we're in for crying out loud. I know. I mean, it seems like we're on day seven, <laughs> and we're about like eight, nine, ten weeks in. I don't even know. With all the options they have to make a, a cohesive story, whether it's good or not, all I want is for it, them to use one of those options as opposed to completing the story with all these plot holes and all these inconsistencies. That's all I want, and then I'll be happy enough by the end of this series. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Brandon... Well, Brandon James have. Well, no, wait, no, that's not right either. Okay, yeah. Okay, when she was 16, blah, blah, I remember how many years. Okay, I was trying to add, and it's not working. Hey, it's probably like 1993. Piper is, but 
she's the only character that fits. Okay, in- well, hang on. Brandon James was killing people. Remember in that flashback? That flashback was 1994. Mm-hmm. And so she was probably 16 in 1994 then. That would mm-hmm. what that would say to me. So what's that math? 94 to 2015. So 20. Yeah. 20, 21. Yeah. yeah. So like you said, 21. So Branson would be too old. Yeah, Branson would be too old. Cause he, and his plotline is just weird. Because it goes... <laughs> I mean, he's clearly not the killer because they have booked him as the killer. So, I mean, he's clearly not going to be the killer. But All right. So, I know Ash has cheated and he has seen some previews that I've seen. And someone in the prison, because there's two people locked up. My my original suspect, the mayor. The mayor, yeah. Or Brooke's dad, as I, I referred to him. Is. And Mr. Branson. There is a clip during the three final episode preview that shows a massacre at the police station of someone being breaking out, broken out. I mean, that's what I've established. Would you agree, Ash? Yeah. And would you, would you assume that one of the two has to be the killer? One of the killers that, that they've arrested possibly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, part of me thinks it's Branson only because it's the most blatantly obvious painful red herring yeah get up get on that branson train there's room there's room but i think it's the mayor well i really don't yeah i i don't know i what if they're both working together i don't know who 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 broke them out then yeah that's a good question (laughs) i think it's the mayor and i think the body isn't some random guy i think the body he was dragging was tyler's body like that's my like he figured out who was blackmailing him. He thought it was Nina and Tyler, mm-hmm. and it turns out it wasn't. So whoever mystery person number two is picked up on it and just latched on. I was like, "This is the perfect timing to, you know, I have a fall guy for the crimes if need be, and I can do what I need to do." So you're saying the mayor killed the first the, the nina and T- tyler and then somebody else is doing the rest of the killings yes that's very interesting actually but how would how would the second killer have gotten tyler's body to put he it in the flaming car he got the head he pulled the head from somebody else and dug it up because remember the mayor moved the body because brooke didn't find it right and that would people work. yeah have you know access apparently to his home security system Wait, All but I'm how saying is I don't get... think Audrey and Noah are as innocent as we're assuming they are. They are. How would and I... I think that's how the second... Because we know there's a second season, and we're going to find out who the killer is this season. Mm-hmm. Like they, they've said, you will find out who the killer is. Wait, my, my curiosity's not quenched yet. How would the, how would the killer, like the, the second killer, have gotten the head of Tyler if the mayor killed him and threw the pool, threw his head into the pool? They retrieved because, the head because they never found Tyler's body. They never found the head or the body. Right. So why would the killer remove the head from the pool? Like that whole plot line made no sense. But how? So so the killer knew that the mayor was going to kill them too that night and happened to show up that night to pick up. No, the head? because there's there's a camera feed running. Like for some reason, this whole plot line is going to fall back on Jake and Will, Nina and Tyler recording everybody. Mm-hmm. And we know Nina's house was being recorded because we saw 
Jake watching the feet of her stripping before she was killed. Right. So my assumption is somebody else had access to this network, mm-hmm. watched it, and found it the perfect opportunity, knowing that it was the mayor that had. I don't know why the mayor would wear the Brandon James mask. Like that doesn't make sense to me. But and why? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, if you're gonna pick something, why not something local? I mean, I don't know. Hmm. But I just find it weird that they've never visited the actual brand. Like, I'm sorry, my friends are dying. It's all kind of linked to some mysterious guy. When you investigate the house, like, we've established there's a house. Yeah. But we've never entered it. We've never... Like, the show is just, like, avoiding it. Like, it doesn't exist, but it exists. <laughs> right. But I, think, but I think it's just an abandoned house. I'm sure the cops would have, you know, investigated it at some point. <laughs> they just didn't show up. <laughs> Assuming actual police work was being done. Yeah, that's true. Assuming. We're hoping. Yeah, so, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What, what, what uh, next? What's important next? I think it's pretty much all of it. Skip to the end here. See what we got. Oh, oh. Um, Audrey's yeah. line at, at Noah's shop. Yeah, uh, if, if he's killing off members of the Breakfast Club, I thought that was great. I don't remember the whole line, but yeah. she's she's inferring she's next because she's the right. broken goth girl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so they they search for the through Branson's classroom and they find this knife, and they take it to the cop, and uh, HUD gets it and he he's like, "Why were you investigating them?" and and Noah gets the information about um, the fact that Mr. Branson used to be called Mr. Palmer, I think. Yeah, Scott, Seth Palmer, not Seth Branson. Yeah, Seth Palmer, not yeah, exactly. And so let me keep the same first name. <laughs> and he picks up the phone that the person was using to text Riley to le- lure her outside. And so that's when he calls in for backup. And so they're going to be searching for Mr. Branson now. And then we get to the theater and that's when Brooks like, I, I just want to fuck you. And some of the lines there, you were talking earlier about how it had to, it was maybe it was because if she was acting alongside uh, Jake, that it was really bad. But I think a lot of it has to do with the script as well, because some of the lines there at the end were just so fucking like silly and well, dumb. And, and again, Brooke's going for a booty call with all this crap going on. It's like, really? Right. In the school. Yeah. <laughs> in the, the school theater, no less. The poor like, school plays props are being used as a fuck bed. I felt bad and, for him. And when did schools get leather sofas? Like, I'm like Well, that's probably been there for 30 years. I don't know. Um, so one thing that could I could give credence to Chris's theory of her being a virgin is he's like, are you sure you want to do this? He's real adamant about making sure that Brooke really wants to do this. Which... If she was actually a virgin, I could see, I could see that happening. But on the other hand, are you sure you want to do this in the school with a killer on the loose? <laughs> right. That's what I thought it was. But just going, playing into, playing along with Chris. Well, this whole scene is just weird. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, he vanishes. The killer meant to shows up. There's police. Like. So what gets me is that he's like, oh, did you hear that? And I didn't hear anything. I've watched the episode twice and didn't hear anything. I, I There was no sound made or anything. And he just leaves. And then that really cool shot, the one cool lighting effect 
when she's standing there looking obscenely sexy in her brown panties, the purple lights pop on, which looked really cool. And then that spotlight pops on. Uh, that was the one moment where they used the light effectively to, to convey uh, an emotion or, or to, you know, further the scene. And the killer starts walking down the aisle, chases her up there, cuts her in the arm. She kind of sneaks around back, gets back to the um, where the audience sits, to the house of the theater. And all of a sudden, Branson pops in. She's like, he's like, what happened? She's like, where were you? He's like, I got locked out. I had to run around. And so then all of a sudden, the cops bust in and they see Mr. Branson hugging his underage student who's now in her bra and panties and they take him away and that's the end of that episode i do there there is some evidence in this episode about the killer the killer is a good head taller than brooke but then again so is pretty much everyone on this show because brooke <laughs> is short right so i don't know that that helps us at all mm-hmm. <laughs> yes but good thing you pointed it out a good find I do have notes that I didn't, because I wasn't looking at my notes the entire episode. I know you guys are shocked. <laughs> but earlier, there was, an, there was a scene where Emma's all, like, pissed off because everyone is just going, are you okay, Emma, because your ex-boyfriend died? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. But Kiernan comes up and doesn't <laughs> say anything. And she's like, thanks for not asking. And I'm like, you wouldn't say that. You would not say that. It's just a, an awkward scene altogether. Yeah, it was awkward. The hugging sequence was yeah. awkward. He's just weird. Yeah, it was a weird scene. There's a lot of awkward writing in this episode. Yeah, definitely. But you guys mentioned like the Nightmare on Elm Street scene with the blood in the hallway. and yeah. like, I picked up right on that. But I love the fact that they name-dropped the faculty. I love it. I wrote that down. Yeah. Fucking love so, that. Like, they went full circle this episode with like name dropping without name dropping mm-hmm. the people who made us. Scream. <laughs> it's so. like there's worse things than to be attacked by Famke Jensen. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so kudos scream team. You guys wrote two competent things <laughs> out of eight episodes. Right. Good job. Did you guys uh, look at any of the ratings for this week? No. All right. Do you think it went up or it went down from last week? I think it is tanking and tanking hard. I can assume it went down. Okay. Because you're asking makes me think it went up a little. For the first time in, for the first time since week three, the ratings actually went up. Mind you, they went up less than 1%. (laughs) <laughs> so week, <laughs> week seven had 639,000 viewers and it wasn't even in the top four, uh, top 100 list of the TV by the numbers site, which lists again, which lists the most popular 100 shows amongst adults, 25 to 54 for the entire day. So it's not exactly what we're looking at here. We are looking at the ratings from the 18 to 49 demographic and ghosts had 645,000 viewers ranked 16th for the 10 PM slot. So like I said, it went up less than 1% from last week. But that's the first time since episode three that the ratings actually went up, even though it was only a smidge. Yeah, but it's the first time someone's fucking died since episode three. <laughs> well, no, last week, but died. But then they, they redid that wonderful opening sequence. So, yeah. So it was the aftermath. And I have to admit, I did like the gore factor in this episode. Yeah, I did too. That's what they, they did hit that correctly for once. All right. So overall thoughts on this episode, Ash. 
I really like this one, but um, I didn't really notice the lighting or anything, mainly because I thought they were just trying to do an homage to Nightmare on Elm Street throughout most of the episode with her paranoia and seeing things and honestly in the the dining sequence when she's kind of looked there the their, the coffee shop sequence where she kind of looks around and everything and she comes back up after changing yeah. music i have expected freddie krueger to be there instead <laughs> of will um but no it was no, i liked this episode overall i mean they they introduced a couple different things and they try to do something with it i mean some of the scenes worked some of them didn't but that's been this whole show so i mean i like this one um it started off really strong, kind of slowed down a little bit. I like the uh, I like the Nightmare on Elm Street homages all throughout. Excellent. What about you, Chris? Um, I like the mental breakdown because I love Rob Zombie's Halloween too. I know ninety percent of humans hate it. Right. Loved that movie actually. But I love the mental breakdown of a character, a character who's seen some crazy fucked up shit. It, it's going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. And they almost got it. And I think if the director of the last episode did this one, right, it would have worked a little better because the lighting was really just shit <laughs> in a number of scenes. But, you know, kudos for the gore. Way too many. Like, why do we have this many red herrings still? And they keep adding more. That's what is so annoying. And it's it, it's just like, how many red herrings can you stack on one person? Right. Like, we we get it. Mr. Branson is the red herring. That or he's the killer. Like, it's one or the other. I just, there's not, there's not a the red herring. I just feel like there's so many red herrings. Right. And it, it it's more frustrating than enjoyable. Right. And as I, like this episode, like, I went back to not caring. Like, last week, I cared. I was, mm-hmm. I was intrigued. I was engaged. And as soon as, like, they didn't treat Emma as, like, any sort of suspect, they just treated her like a victim. And it's like, she was the only person around this person who died. Someone she recently broke up with, and you're just, for no reason, you're just going to treat her as a victim. And you don't know the story. Hmm. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It just, it didn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. And again, I think if this happened earlier in the season, it could have led some led to some really good stuff. But they didn't. Instead, they filled it with crap no one cared about, obviously, judging yeah. by ratings. <laughs> right. And, and I'll stand by what I said earlier. If they if this episode happened in episode four, episode three, even episode five, I just feel like they would have had to have had a stronger story to tell in order to put this episode earlier in the season. And they don't, clearly, because of what we've been given. Um, this episode dropped again for me. I don't, I, I I like this. I like when uh, an episode is is worth talking about, like the last episode, in terms of the cinematography, the way it was filmed, and the story the episode told. This one, I do like the fact that it played homage to Nightmare on Elm Street, and it, in basically the entire episode was Nightmare on Elm Street light. But so what? So little was revealed. So little of importance was revealed. We find out that the mom is in fact alive. Brooke's mom is in fact alive. We find out that Emma did have a or Maggie rather did have another child that she did birth and um eventually and gave up and so she doesn't even know if it's a boy or a girl which is very fitting so that we don't know if the killer's a boy or a girl um but overall just so little happened in this and the angst is just 
I understand that the characters are going to be fucked up, but it's like you said, it just didn't, it almost did it well, but it just missed the mark for me. I just I mean, really it's want this better to be than those three crappy episodes. We it had. absolutely is. Yeah, it, it is. But I definitely liked in the trenches better than ghosts. Cause I know Xander Kane on Twitter has been started watching with his wife and they're really enjoying it, but they were only at episode three. Exactly. And I loved like, it up it, until episode three. It, it, you know, it was a steady incline and then it just nosedived. Right. Like it didn't even like slowly go downhill. It just, was like, fuck this, I'm going to kamikaze my own shit and be done. <laughs> and, you know, last week, it kind of, it, it was building itself. I mean, I think the biggest problem is, it's not believable. Nothing we're seeing is believable. Right. Like, in Scream, we could believe it, we can believe the things that are happening. But this time, the time frame is weird, and they're not giving us a time frame. Right. And to me, that's taking away from it. Mm-hmm. Like, how long has it been? How long has Will been dead? Has there been a funeral? Has there been anything? Is it the next day? Is it two days later? Three days? Four? Mm-hmm. Five? Ten? Fifteen? <laughs> we don't know. So how can we connect with that? Because to me, it feels like we've been eight days. Yeah. You know? And right. that that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just remember last week I said... I feel like there's at least one more episode of filler. And Chris, you fucking promised there wasn't. And I say, you fucking lied to me. And I'm disappointed in you. I know. I thought <laughs> Brooke was going to die. You know, I was going to go against my like better judgment. Brooke is the <laughs> final girl. But I really think, and especially after Emma's decline, I, there's something. Something's going on and we're not picking up on it. And we're all stupid. And we're not picking up on something they've fed us over eight episodes. I just have a hard time believing that we're dumber than the Scream TV series writers. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there, you, there's maybe, something. Well, see, there's the thing. Maybe they're pummeling us with stuff that is so obvious and mm-hmm. everything that, they're, that we're missing the subtle. I yeah. mean, we and paid up on the ultrasound, so we knew there was a kid. Like, that was... Yeah. I mean, that was, what, five weeks ago? Six weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, episode... I mean, that Four? was a long time ago. Right. And there's something about the fact that it's, everyone has just lost a significant other. Like, I think that is a key factor in all of this. I really don't. I don't, I just, I, I, I don't know why I don't, but I just, no I don't. other horror, like nothing else has done that. Like it's never just one person in a relationship. Like it's oft. I think that has more to do with the fact that these are the only characters they can kill off where whatever their story is, is going to make sense. And they're afraid to kill off these other characters because they want you to think that they're the killer. But Jake isn't Jake is, I guarantee you go to those. I guarantee you people think Jake's a killer. And I I scroll. I, I, in fact, I did on IMDb. I scrolled down today and I saw something about why the title was like, why Jake has to be the killer, some shit like that. And I was like, well, I'm not reading this shit. And so I scroll back up. <laughs> but like people <laughs> think it. But why? Like there's nothing there. Watch him be the fucking killer. Watch him be like exactly. the only fucking killer. <laughs> He'll done it himself. Like he just stabbed oh, himself. Oh, dear God. He was well, dying he the and the only he one. still attacked Emma. Right, exactly. That's why he can't <laughs> be the only one. Because he was with Brooke at that point. Doesn't matter. Whatever. 
I don't know. And that's the thing, like, let's make our final guesses, because I think by this point we know something happens this week, and then there's a party. There's going to be a big party somewhere. I still haven't, I've seen no previews for a party. All right, well, there's a party. There's a big pool party somewhere. Okay. Which makes no sense. (laughs) A pool? Isn't it like, it's got to be like October or something, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, we're moving it out, but it's in Louisiana. Oh, right, right. No, that's where it was filmed. I don't think yeah, I thought it took place, place in like Pennsylvania or some shit. I don't think they've said, but maybe I, I know, know it was liars filmed in Louisiana. All right, so Chris, what are your what are your final predictions? And, and, you know, it could change any moment because I was ready to go with my like three day preview or my final three preview with the information we got this week with like Branson and Piper as the killers, but I don't buy it. Like, yeah. There's nothing there that makes me think Branson is one of the killers, like at all. Mm. Like it's just there's too much stack there to make it believable. What is the what was the trailer for the next week? It was something like the killer is caught or is he or something like that, right? Right. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe only one of the killers is caught. Right. So I'm still going with Branson and Piper. That's still who I'm going with. That's who I picked however many episodes back, and that's who I'm sticking with. Those. That's my. That's my final guess. You know, I really want to. <laughs> I want to say it's the mayor, because I, his story is a little shady with random drug addict right. killing himself, and I think there's a secondary, not connected to him killer, that's just kind of frame him for it. I don't. <sighs> That seems low. That seems just as out there to me as saying that Noah and Audrey are the killers. Right. I know. I know. But I, I could see <laughs> the mayor and Piper. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with my Noah and Audrey are the killers, and the season finale is basically going to sum up that they're the killers. Emma's dead. Brooke is alive. One of the two will die. E- either Noah or Audrey. I'm going to guess Audrey would die. And Noah gets like injured or something. But something's going to happen that enough is left for a season two. Because we, we've been told that we know who the killer is by the end of season one. Yeah. And that there's enough there to warrant a second season. <laughs> but we have enough closure <laughs> if it had been canceled. Which I s- still think is going to happen. I, know, I already renewed it. It's like it Glee. doesn't matter. You can you can cancel it after you renew it. You, I don't think so because Glee plummeted. Like Glee was at, was like the worst rated show before its final season. I bet you it's still higher than these numbers. I don't know. Uh, I bet it is. I was reading an article today entitled "The Five Reasons Why the Scream TV Series Will Be Canceled," even though it was already renewed. <laughs> And it made the exact same points that we all make, which is, I mean, the major one just being that the ratings just keep pummeling like every week. I mean, this went up, but only by 1%. Like, does that even count? But what about those, you know, next day viewings? And yeah, I know. And that's the, that's the other thing. They just don't release those. As which record. is weird. Cause I think I'm pretty sure most other places do. And, ma- and I mean, it could just like... be me not being able to find it. I don't know. Cause I've never looked for it aside from now. And so it's hard to tell. Right. It could just be on me, you know what I mean? I looked up Glee and you were right. Holy shit, did those ratings plummet? They started like, like the first couple seasons, they had like 11, 12 million viewers. Like, holy <laughs> shit. 
And then in the second to last season five, it started off at 5.06, dropped all the way to 1.87 by the last <laughs> episode. Dropped it yeah. from 4.09 on episode six to 2.84 in episode seven and just kept going down from there. And then the last season, the high was 2.34 and then it went down to like 1.81 in the middle, 1.58 in the middle. So yeah, they were yeah. much lower, much lower. Yeah, it <laughs> like they were were Jesus and then boom. Yeah, man. Well, had, they were the lower the ratings were lower. However, they're still higher than screams. Oh yeah, yes, absolutely were. Yep. Yeah, but you have to figure in with um, Glee. They had to pay all those licensing fees for all the music. Yeah, true. And by like season, like they renewed. Because season four started, and they renewed it for five and six. And if you look at the the rating or the viewership, it plummets like mid season four. But they also slashed. They did cut the order number for the season. They gave them only like half a season for the last season. Yeah, and that's another good point, though, Ash these viewers are still two, three times what Scream's getting. Maybe with that many viewers, you can still afford all the shit that it needs to afford. I mean, it's not like Maybe we the have profit a good cast. <laughs> right. Well, I, I think the other thing, the, the Scream TV show, though, too, is it's cheap to make. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's horror. It's not... Cheap. Uh, well, it's horror, but, you know, like the bowling alley set, that, that whole set, you know, was found. You know, they didn't have to do anything with it. They just yeah, had to make so sure that looked. people were going to fall through the floor and mm-hmm. film there type of thing. So, Very true. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I just, I still think it's going to be canceled. As long as these ratings keep going the way they are. I just can't see it continuing. God, this is a long podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to edit Drunk Chris quite a bit. Drunk Chris is obnoxious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay, so... Ash, who do you? What is your final guess for the for who the killers are? I like Branson for it, um, but I also like the mayor still. So I think I think they have one of the killers in their jail right now, and I think the other one's still out there. Okay. Any guesses to who the other one is? I, uh, unless, of course, there's only one, uh, but uh, or maybe there's three. Uh-huh. Um, I don't. I, I want to say it's Piper. I I'm I like. Yeah, you do. I like the theory though that Piper is actually maybe the kid and not actually doing the killing. Right. <laughs> Wait, has Piper actually met Branson at all in the course of the show? Not she that I've seen. Stood near him. I think didn't she during like a basketball game when Brooke was all like flirty, flirty? Mm, I don't know. Or was it somebody else? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I have a vague podcast recollection in my head <laughs> of Brooke like flirting with him during a basketball game. And they, was that it. was outside. Basketball game, but it was outside. Yeah, like at the concession stand. All right, that was a lot of talking about the Scream TV series. I don't think we even talked about the Scream TV. Series. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're like, fuck it, something uh, happened. It didn't matter. But all right, we got to call that one a night. Anything else you need to talk? Anything else you need to say? No, nah, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. The buzz is wearing off. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> night-night time. Exactly. All right. Well, we have the review of No Escape that you can check out on cinefessions.com. 
We have Throwback Thursday starting. Hopefully this coming week we will see, though. And it's going to kick off with a review of Gremlins from Chris. And then, well, yeah, I'm excited for it. And then we'll uh, rotate writers from there. If you guys are having any questions, any comments, let us know. And uh, we always appreciate comments on the podcast, just like one of our listeners is doing. That's awesome. We love talking to you that way. So make sure you leave some comments down there below. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave a review. We would love to have our first iTunes review. In fact, the first person who leaves an iTunes review, I don't care if it's positive or negative, the first person who leaves an iTunes review will definitely get a Blu-ray of my choosing. So leave the review and then contact, uh, email me at contact.sinfessions.com letting me know you left the review. I don't care if it's positive or negative and you will get a gift from me. So that is that. What a hell of a show that was. Jesus fuck. We used to fucking record episodes of this length and longer. I don't know. Uh, We're old, goddammit. We're old. No. Anyway. Old and busy. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here with me, as always. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you next time. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Uh, let me see that again. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here, and thank everybody for and thank you everybody for listening. Jesus, fucking, I'm gonna do it one more time. <laughs> one more time. All right, here we go. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here with me as always, and thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it, and we will catch you next time. There, it only took four fucking takes, but we got it. <laughs> <laughs>